And I just want to read to you uh, verses 11 through 13 today, just a, a brief reminder to us about love as God calls us to love one another. Now may our God and Father himself, our Lord Jesus Christ, direct you our way to you, and may the Lord make you to increase and abound in love to one another and to all, just as we do to you, so that he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. So we can see here once again that the truth of God's sovereignty really shines through his word. And Paul's prayer to the saints at Thessalonica is that, notice the wording, God would make them to increase and abound in love to one another and to all. And it will be God that enables this, that provides a way so that we can actually love one another. And of course, we know this is only possible the redemption we've received through Christ. We can only love one another, as we know, because he first loved us, and we've seen by faith and been convicted about our rebellion against God and loving ourselves. We're very good, naturally, at just loving ourselves, aren't we? We're we're self-absorbed. We're self-focused. We know how to take care of ourselves. But this is actually what the gospel of Jesus Christ has come to destroy in us. So that Paul says, you've been reconciled to God, rescued from yourself, given spiritual life, and now as a fruit of that, he may make you to love, and not just love one another, but increase and abound in that love. Because we all have a measure of love for one another, right? Even right here, right now, we're not attacking one another, we're not stealing from one another. There's some measure of love there, but what is it to increase and abound in love to one another. Well, this once again drives home for us the amazing, I'll call it the secondary grace of the gospel. The first grace is, of course, life. It's redemption. It's liberty from the prison. It's, it's as Psalm says, the, the bird that's set free from the snare. Our chains are loose that we may serve and love God and serve and love others. But the second grace of the gospel is that that keeps going, right? That God did not just save us and then just leave us alone. He continually sanctifies us. He conforms us more and more to his image. He grows us in holiness that we may put off the old self and put on the new in Christ. And not only are sins mortified in sanctification, but spiritual muscle and strength and maturity and humility grow. And so this this is our high calling, brothers and sisters, to not just to love one another. We are to love one another, but we don't just love. We increase and abound in love. And this is our sanctification, that he may be glorified. That's why Paul said to the saints, the Lord make you to increase and abound in love so that he may establish your hearts in holiness before our God and Father. See, he's continually sculpting our hearts that we may glorify him and be revealers of his power. So, dear family of God, we we just cannot remain stagnant, right? We cannot plateau, as it were. We, We do not, in Christ, remain in the same place spiritually year after year after year. We receive and pursue with open hearts God's sanctification in our lives. And today, we're going to take a moment. This is our time of confession. 
we're going to confess our sins before God. But I'd ask that each of us examine our hearts at this point. Because loving can be a very difficult thing to do. Maybe you've tried. But bearing one, with one another at times seems impossible. It will require us to die to ourselves, which we can only do by faith. Yet again, our call is not just to love, but to grow and increase and abound in love to one another. So, as we consider this, may we be ready vessels of honor for the Lord's use. Letting go of our self-love so that we can be freed up, as we've heard, to love one another. To, to love radically. To show heartfelt gentleness. Over-the-top kindness. Extraordinary patience, unexpected thoughtfulness, generous sympathy, and unforgettable compassion. And as I read this list, I I tell you I fail in this, brothers and sisters. I fail you, and that's convicting. I, I don't have extraordinary patience all the time. It brings a, a poverty of spirit uh, to my heart conviction to know that uh, I need to grow in love. I really do. Um, And I'm sorry that I don't love you more. But our call in Christ is that it's it's right there for us, isn't it? Jesus Christ said it's not just available for us in him, but as his redeemed children, these powerful works are who we are in Christ. So I say let's go out and live it. Let's do it together. Because in our strength, left to ourselves, we will never, ever, ever love one another. Children, you'll never love your brothers and sisters all by your own strength, all by yourself. But by faith and trusting in Jesus, where he increases and we decrease, God will make us not just to love, but to increase and abound in love more and more. Let's pray. Father in heaven, What a calling you've given us to love. Remind us of how much you love us. We undeserving sinners are loved by the creator and sustainer of the universe. Every hair that falls from our head, you know, just like you know Jupiter spinning around the sun. Lord, this is humbling. And Lord, we confess to you that we we fail to love with extraordinary patience. We fail many times with to have unexpected thoughtfulness and generous sympathy. But Father, you have laid this before us in Christ. You have made this to be who we are in Christ. Oh God, give us the faith to step forward to deny ourselves and reach out and love one another as we love you and glorify you. We take a moment now to confess our lack of love to you, God, as we come before you and ask that you would strengthen us and sustain us by faith now. Let us pray.